General Fluffy. You can see him very briefly in the background, <laughs> skulking away. Oh yeah, I see him. I see him lurking. Standing lurking. still. Yeah, pretending we'll eventually. He can't be seen, but it will be seen. <laughs> Yellow Concrete Podcast, guys. Hey! Yeah. 2022 edition. Or is it, or is it the 2020 edition? Hyphen two. 2022. 20, two. There's too many twos now. I'm so confused. Yeah. What? 2022. 20... That's the, that's <laughs> the long running It's the long running joke at the minute. It's like, oh, it's 2022, or is it 2020? Part two. <laughs> 2020 part two. Uh, obviously, this is the first episode of the year, which means we have Martin with us as he Always. comes back for his, his yearly introduction to the world as my brother for anybody. Yeah, I hibernate the other 364 days. Yeah. I mean, I can only let you on every so often because just the amount of negative you bring just brings everyone down. So we start off slightly negative and then we gradually increase throughout the year predicting the failings of the world. Whereas Brett and Charlotte have been on before a couple of times as well. Yay! Yeah! I just said it like that, by the way. <laughs> Such a random one. Just, just bombing up the libs. I mean, you guys haven't been on since 2020. Jesus, oh. yeah. Yeah, you didn't come on last year because I had new guests all the way through the year. That, that, was, was, the, for, that was the Through the Window podcast, wasn't it? That was. Yeah. was, yeah. That's a good oh, podcast. Yeah. That's a good episode. We just what do we we did a I feel like we did a quiz. We looked on a quiz of like relationship things or something. Yeah, we did like relationship quiz. Yeah, no, it works. It worked. It kept us entertained, and we did it in a canny way of just through a window. I think might have been the second to last one I did in person. Maybe I think the only other one I did was with Charlotte uh, Kessler, uh, who's nice, and we went. I went to a studio, but because she lives fairly close by. But other than that, it's been Zoom. Been zooming for a year and a bit now. It's been a ride. Mm. We wanted to start this year off a little bit. Uh, so l- last year we wanted, we we said there was too much negativity in general, too many w- things we could complain about. And in 2019 we did the best and worst. And then when we came in and I did with Martin the start of last year, we did things we were just like, we'll discuss nostalgic things, we'll discuss cartoons and things which are a bit lighter. Though we did get into like Barney and sex about sponges and stuff which was a whole oh thing. yeah that's why i'd listen to a podcast on spongebob him was he gender neutral or was i i can't remember what he i've been asexual he, i think it's something like that i can't remember yeah and then we just started talking about like sharky and george and random cartoons that we remember that no one else remembers yeah we dove into it a little bit I, I don't know any of these you don't when sharky and george sharky and george, george. No. Come on. That was on early mornings on Channel 4 um, about two crime fighters from under the sea. They were like couple private of, detectives, weren't they? A couple of wise guy private detectives. One was a shark and the other one was George. Was, I think he was like a clownfish <laughs> or something. So. I remember street sharks. Street sharks, yeah. We, we, I, think, I think we briefly touched on street sharks and how sick street sharks was. Yeah. yeah. And how it was a, a, a great show to uh, bring you into the world of mutated sharks and then vastly disappeared i feel like there was only one season of that there can't have been more than that but it made such an impression on everybody when i was one of the seasons didn't you know i didn't care about they were not a thing yeah cartoons 
It's the same 12 episodes of 40 Towers over and over again. It's not a problem. <laughs> just hit that repeat and keep going. Yeah. I mean, we do that now. You know, it's just now we do like five seasons and then you hit repeat on Netflix and you start again. Start again. And you go. Dude, that, was, well, that was Seinfeld quite a lot. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, on that note, we kind of wanted to bring in this year with some some kind of positive stuff, a little bit of grumbling if we could. But we wanted to yeah, kick it off. I wanted to pick it up with some things which you remember through the year. But before we kind of dive into that, I did what I couldn't. So I, I couldn't remember anything from the year. I'm going to be honest. You could like anything. I can't tell you what I've done this year. I'm concerned about that. Concerns me slightly. <laughs> I can tell you like work I've made. So I've looked back through the work I've made and that surprised me. And But outside of that, I can't really tell you anything I've done, watched or seen from 2021. Well, bloody get thinking. You've got an hour and a half of this podcast well, to what I did was, I did I did a google of, um, stuff which happened in 2021 so I was going to see how much you guys remember of just various world events okay yeah yeah and whether you, you kind of remember from those events um so I found uh there's an article on Mashable oh which is a really reliable one though, Re- yeah? reputable thing <laughs> but I also figured we were going to get a good amount of like random meme stuff from Mashable also yeah, yeah. mixed in with actual news which was yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The first thing I think I had no idea, but there was a Ratatouille musical apparently on TikTok. But I, I don't think... think I knew this. <laughs> I think I did know this, but I, I haven't watched it. I think I remember seeing something about it. Yep. No, no I don't. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, of course. See, this is the thing. We go from memeable Ratatouille to the second one on the list, which is the insurrection of the capital in the US. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I obviously remember yeah. that, obviously. What comes this year? It feels like at least like three years ago. January 6th, 2021. Oh, Jesus. Right at the start of the year, yeah. And he's still not in jail. Yeah, I mean, we followed that up with point three, which was Donald Trump was impeached again and then acquitted again. Yeah, which we knew. We were done by February. Like, before Valentine's Day, that was all resolved. Like, we were just, yep. Nice. Uh, Of course, following that, you had the inauguration of Biden and Bernie Sanders' mittens. Oh, Bernie oh, Sanders mittens! Yeah, the mittens. Just that. You just look Dental cozy. Kind of, very cozy. <laughs> we um we watched Big Fat Quiz of the Year and that came up. And, oh, I'm uh, seeing it. Yeah, just so this question about like it was a question about like um what fashion thing came from the inauguration, and I was like the mittens. <laughs> the mittens. Definitely the mittens. It's a strong look. It is. I mean, it's to me, it's not even the mittens. It's the coat. It's like a real old man coat. The woman, did you know the woman who made them for him, her, her Etsy crashed because she had something, she had something like 18,000 orders once it became like a meme or something. Jesus. Yeah. She can handle that, it'd be fine. Yeah. Just crack them out in an evening, that's what Etsy's about, right? You definitely won't, won't get strikes on Etsy for not being able to fulfill all those orders. I feel like at that point you just buy a bunch of mittens and then you just pass them off as your own. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so number five was uh, Larry King, Rush Limbaugh, and Prince Philip all died. Yeah. 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 A bunch of other ones: Alex Trebek, Norm Macdonald, Steve Soddenheim. Uh, yeah, just a bunch of bunch of random deaths. Did Betty um, White die on New Year's Eve or New yep. Year's Day? New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Eve. Yeah. Clocked out before I even get to 2022. She was like, "Now nah, I'm done. 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 Slack this off. Enough of this nonsense." Uh, Daft Punk broke up. Yeah, don't. Brett was sad about that. I never got that into Daft Punk. 
I just all right, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> he still seems sour about it. Oh no, no, I wasn't really sour. I was just like, I was just, I think I went like, oh that's shit. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, I mean, yeah, they haven't put anything out in a while, had they? And it was just kind of like, where have you got left to go? I think after all Ow. the trauma of 2019 and 2020, I think everyone was like done caring about small things like that, you know? Yeah. Did you really want to come into 2022 with a new Daft Punk song? Did you want that to be the soundtrack to 2022? And I feel like they were, even they were just saying, you know what? No. No. No, we're done. No. It's a bit too, too positive, a bit too uplifting. We need yeah. a song which represents 2022. Like <laughs> Boris Johnson's a fucking cunt, like on repeat. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I looked at the charts when. Obviously, it was coming up to Christmas, and everyone was yep. like, oh, I wonder if this is going to get to number one. I just looked at the charts, I was like, I don't know any of this. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I didn't know any right. of them. It was just one of those where I was just like, I don't, I, just, I yeah, I, what is any of this? Like, what is any of this? There was like two or three songs that I recognised, and that was mm. about it. We were watching Top of the Pops the other day, and oh. there was a bunch of artists on it, because it was like a recap of the, like, the defining number ones of, like, past decades or something and it's like yeah i have no idea about music these days no idea about music yeah apart from like maybe ed sheeran and that's just because i know his name but i didn't even know he did rap music until like a year ago he has rap music he's like he's like that's his thing he's like acoustic and rap it's not really him rapping is it i don't know because i've never listened to sheeran i just heard one track and i was like ed sheeran's rapping why is he rapping we're old i'm getting old Speak for yourself. I mean, some sort of twenty-year-old. <laughs> so I'm still down with the kids. Just because I look like I'm forty doesn't mean <laughs> the beard oh. adds ten years. Um, speaking of things which I don't get, uh, game stonks and dodge calling were a thing in 2021. Yeah, that was a whole thing. Yeah, that was a whole thing of Reddit just crippling various markets of game stock and. Um, it's just that stupid financial system and it's rigged stacked ways isn't it it's... Definitely. I like that we made rich people poor for a while though that was fun yeah it makes me happy too Yeah. <laughs> just the gradual poke of like oh you've got a bank account well, we found a way to poke your bank account <laughs> lots <laughs> let's do that again uh, the Super Bowl came back but the viewers didn't no. they had the worst ratings of all time yeah. I don't know anything about Super Bowl. So. Oh, yeah. Um, it was just it was just really average. I can't remember who even did the half. Oh, yeah. So weekend, it didn't it? it didn't have people didn't know really went because it was um like all um well they had like limited viewership and then the weekend basically footed the bill for him to do the halftime show and then he was the meme for a while, you know, because he grabbed onto the camera and like ran around with the camera. And he became a meme for a while. Um, but yeah, it was just a very average Super Bowl. Wasn't it like produced by like Jordan Peele or something though? Uh, I don't know. I, can I feel find like out. that was like like one of those facts of where it was like it was meant to be good because there was something to do with Jordan Peele was involved with it and everything he touches is gold dust. And then it, it's it didn't it's a do different well. thing. It's and the other thing was it was so Tom Brady won with Tampa Bay. And Tom Brady right. just wins Super Bowls. So it was kind of a, a done deal that it was just going to win. So, yeah, a bit average. 
Um, Elon Musk superseded Jeff Bezos as the richest man alive. Probably I for had... like 20 minutes or something. And then, yeah, like someone bought some more crap off Amazon and then Jeff Bezos just bumped up a little bit more. And then I... Elon Musk said something defamatory about Tesla and his stock shop again. I don't, I don't care a lot for rich people, but Elon Musk is probably the one I care least about. I will say when I was thinking of things to dislike about this year, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk were at the top of my list. Yeah, I mean, I don't like Jeff. I don't like Jeff either, but Elon, I, I don't like Elon more. Yeah, I mean, if you ever read into the actual history of how he came to his money and all this kind of yeah. stuff and how, like, he ousted the original founders of PayPal and basically he's never actually really started a company. He's just kind of, like, taken over other companies that other people have already started and then just gone, I've got money. Oh, it's mine now. Yep. Yeah, he just seems like a shady wanker, and I just don't really like him very much. They're just, just, they're just both absolute nerds with no social skills and a god complex. Oh, speaking of nerds with no social skills, the amount of memes about uh, Mark Zuckerberg this year, they they have excelled. Like, really? Being a... Yeah, there's been loads of memes about him not being able to, because he released a bunch of stuff um, that made him just seem even more like he was actually a robot. <laughs> Wait, more than like maybe like the cooking meats video. Um, there was one where he had to put like I can't remember exactly the context of it, but there was loads of memes about it. That's probably why I can't remember the actual context because I only saw it in memes. Where he had to put on like he's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go put on this outfit, and then he like walked, he like did a fucking Theresa May like walk, like walked into the room (laughs) and was like, yeah, I'm gonna wear this, and it was just like, who are you? Like, yeah, you're acting so unhuman right now. It's unreal. I'll see if I can find it. See if we find it. Figure it out. I mean, speaking of nerds, Snyder Cut came out this year. Yeah, well, we still haven't get. We still haven't got through it. <laughs> I've not watched that. I'm not even going to try and watch it. I'm, I'm not. I'm not even trying to watch it. It I... changes the context of the film quite a lot. Yeah, it's completely different. Yeah, like it's completely different in the storyline. Does it still include mustache, or is that now fully CG'd out? Mustache. Well, they removed the mustache from Justice League, right? Mustache. So Superman had a mustache. Oh, there we go. We're missing the character there. That's what we were going for. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was like I thought that was the main meme. It was just like they had the who ever played Superman. I'm not going to say his name because I'll get it wrong. Um, and then he Henry had, Cavill. There you go. So, yeah, it's Henry Cavill. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, we've had yeah. this discussion of how I don't recognise who tall white men are compared to other tall white men. Um, and then he had a mustache, and they CG'd out, and everyone was pissed off because they was like, it looks shit. And I was like, I can't even tell there was a mustache. I don't know. I've not actually heard this. Really? I yeah, thought it was no. like one of the main things. Yeah, people, because he had a mustache for something else, like no. another film, and then they they CG'd it out. So, does anyone off. mind me ruining spoilers, I guess? It's been a long yeah. year. And yeah. I'm yeah. Like <laughs> so, in the normal cut, um, Steppenwolf is the main bad guy. Yeah. Right? In the, the Snyder cut, he doesn't, he doesn't look anything like him, for one. Yeah. That have changed the way he looks completely, and he isn't like he is the main bad guy, but he isn't the main bad guy. There's like another guy above him who's the main bad guy. Is it Dark Side? Yeah, is it Dark Side, Brett? You yeah. said you knew who it was. Yeah. Yeah, and then they do a bunch of like lore about Dark Side without really explaining it very well. Yeah. It's just really random. Yeah, I think the problem was is they, what they wanted to do was they wanted to do like a Thanos, because Darkseid is Thanos for DC. Right. He's like, he's like their big guy. 
turns up has like one goal which is to find like the end equation as it's called or something like that um and he's always like behind everything there's always like something's happening and it's like oh well dark side might be involved and they wanted to do that and then they yeah they fucked up because they made justice league the way they did and then well the justice league the, the, the problem was the thing i have with it is that we haven't gone all the way fucking through it because it's four hours long but the original justice league was was fine it was all right it gave yeah. you everything you needed to know about justice league like, so when I was watching the cut and there was, like, this other guy, I'm like, now nah, I've just made it really fucking confusing. <laughs> because they took, like, how many films did they take to introduce Thanos? What, like, three? He was, like, yeah. mentioned throughout, like, three movies before yeah. they actually even saw him. Whereas yeah. this one is like, oh, so we've got all of these people together and now there's this really big bad guy. And you're like, okay. Yeah. There's a problem with DC, though. They just keep doing Batman, Superman, and the same storylines. And it's like... And they're like, oh, wait, Marvel done this big thing. Let's just try and do it. And then all the films either fall flat or, like you say, it's Justice League, which is it's four people and, oh, yeah, there's this big bad guy who you got to know is bad because we told you at the beginning that he is a bad person. He is a bad guy. It's just six cool. standalones. Anyway, sorry, we got really into talking about Justice League. So, awesome. Question. Is Steppenwolf a wolf? No. But why is he bad, called right? Steppenwolf? It's like a Nordic name. Well, yeah, right. So I googled this just a second ago because Did I was you like, get a, a lot of pictures of, of wolves." Was that? <laughs> well, no. Like, there's, there's a there's a band from the '60s called Steppenwolf. Yeah. And I was kind of like, "Oh, well, why why is this Justice League character also called Steppenwolf? I wonder what a Steppenwolf was. Maybe it's like a a Nordic god or something like that." And then I was like, "Well, no. Actually, it's just a Step Wolf, which is a Caspian sea wolf, generally found in Germany, and Kazakhstan, and Romania, and Hungary, and that kind of places." And it's like, okay, and uh, that is the all the information I can find. Yeah, I can't quite remember how, like, it's because it's part of that whole, like, Wonder Woman, Greek gods overlap as well, because it's to do which with Apocalypse. Expli- which isn't explained. Yeah, there's, like, Apocalypse, which is, like, the planet of Darkseid, and, and, and yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of layering. They didn't need to do much more to, to bring it up to what it actually needed to be, is essentially what we're getting to. But Steppenwolf was essentially just a big fighter, like, some God of War situation. It's fights, man. It's funny. I know, right? Yeah. I mean, we'll move on from Justice League. The Suez Canal got blocked. Oh, yeah. yeah. Classic. It was a classic. Absolute classic. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, Joe Biden's dog bit a bunch of people. Yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. Not a dog's fault, is it? No, he was the first rescue dog in the White House, which is more important news, a piece of shit. Are you having a go at me? I'm just reading. <laughs> well, he was he was the first he was the first rescue dog to ever go into the White House, and then yeah, right. there's obviously loads of people in the White House, which freaked him out. That's the way it goes. Uh, the U.S. government also announced that the UFO task force exists. They just basically confirmed that they're actually looking at UFOs. Which doesn't really mean anything because a UFO is just something which is unknown in the sky. So yeah, yeah. Could, could be anything. Could be anything. Uh, they turned off Yahoo Answers. Oh, great! Oh, oh. <laughs> You've noticed yeah, surprising you, amount. You're using <laughs> Yahoo Answers, Brett. No. When Brett's ever confused about something in life, he just goes on Yahoo Answers and asks the question. <laughs> what he's already asked? What is a Steppenwolf? He's already way ahead of us. What's that other one there? Quora. Didn't that take over that as like a thing? Q-U-U-R-A. 
Q-U-O-R-A, Quora. I think that's the one that's like took over as like a replacement. But it's right. got it's got a really annoying thing with it where you look at it and you go, oh, here's the answer to my question. I have to sign up. Oh. And he's like, I'm not signing up. I'm not giving you my details. Go away. <clears throat> I do that with uh, Pinterest all the time. It's like, oh, I want some images. Go over to Pinterest. You can get a sign. I guess I'm not getting that image. <laughs> Never, never. I mean, there was also a thing called Clubhouse, which apparently was about to hit off and then never took off. No idea. Never heard of well, that. Well, no, because Twitter Spaces came along instead. Uh. So Club Clubhouse was an audio-only social network, and All the right. idea the idea was that one of us could host a Clubhouse, and then the other three could come into the Clubhouse, and you can then elect speakers within the Clubhouse. So if you had thirty people in the room and there was three people up on the um, stage doing a talk and chatting shit, then people could put their hand up and go, can I join in? And you go, oh, yeah, Steve, who works at Coca-Cola, come on up. And then whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's, it's so it, it became... Like talk with extra steps. Yeah. Basically, yeah. And, like, but it became, like, a real, like, crypto bro space and a really kind of, like, um, hustle and grind attitude LinkedIn bro space. It was just like, Ugh. But then Twitter just went, hold on. We'll just do this as well. So Twitter Spaces came along, and everyone was like, well, "I don't need Clubhouse anymore because I'm already on Twitter, and I've actually got followers there." So, yeah, don't need to move across. It also sounds like Discord, but for not nerds. I don't know. I'd say crypto guys are nerds. Just nerds it's... in a different way. I mean, Discord's obviously a bit more. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I fucking hate using it. Um, it's a bit more text-based, and then you dip in with the audio when you feel like it, kind of like. Yeah, yeah. Although you're fucking wrong about not liking using Discord because Discord's in the That's been the age of technological communication change, though. Uh, I mean, speaking of Twitter, some guy found some shrimp tails in his toast crunch and then basically got outed as, like, you know, serial manipulator. That was I whole thing. didn't know about this. What is this? Uh, so I, I saw bits of this. Essentially, he was saying that he found some shrimp tails in his cinnamon toast crunch. Okay. And he was put putting on Twitter like, "Oh, look what I found!" And then trying. Is that things. like um, curiously cinnamon for normally British people? Yeah, like very cinnamon similar. grams. I guess. Yeah, cinnamon grams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which are terrible because they contain cinnamon. But yeah, so there, there was like a whole what? thing, and he got like whoa, a whoa, back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I was gonna say, why are we just skimming over that? Because Rewind. golden grams exist, and they are clearly superior. No, Cin- cinnamon, cinnamon is great. No. Cinnamon Cin- is great. Cinnamon is superior. Yeah, cinnamon. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you the Seinfeld clip of Jerry talking about cinnamon, and then you'll be like, okay, cinnamon. I mean, I've already seen it, but either, way. either way. So he got a back and forth going with whichever company runs Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, on Twitter, and then what happened was because he got internet famous, all his worms from the woodwork came out, and people were just like, "Yeah, so this guy basically just like screwed me over in our relationship." And then like a bunch of other women came out, it was like, "Yeah, he's basically like a really manipulative person." And yeah, it, it all went downhill very quick with it. Didn't that happen with some guy who like pipes up in a political debate ages ago on like British TV? He was like in the audience or something. He asked a really like good question to I don't know one of our dipshit leaders and um like and then didn't it like come out afterwards like oh oh yep yeah, turns out is a pedo or something yeah i think that's happened a few times 
sounds like us. It sounds like Superman. <laughs> Brad, Brad would do. Classic. This guy cured cancer. Yeah, but uh... yeah, he's a fucking nonce, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> fucking nonce. Oh god. It's like that. What was that? Um, the NASA thing that they, they did some. I can't. It's probably about four or five years ago now. They did like. Um, it was a NASA, and uh, they'd done something. I'd say NASA, like I know what it, which space organization it was. Um, but they were like, all celebrating, and some guy gave the interview to be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, we did really well, blah blah blah." And he's wearing a hentai shirt with loads of kind of like bound and gagged. Like, I remember it, that. Yeah, it wasn't even that. It was so. It was the the NASA guys who landed a fucking uh, like drone on a moving comet. Yeah, and the guy wore a shirt with like you know like pinups kind of tattoo kind of style art. And people were like, oh, he's such a sexist because he's wearing things. And basically overshadowed, like, one of the greatest achievements, not only in his life, but also in, like, you know, NASA being able to land something, like, the size of a bin. I'm going to find this. I'm going to see if I can find this shirt. Thousands of miles an hour. And all I can care about is, like, oh, but he's got women on his shirt. Wow. Have you never landed anything on a comet, Brett? Oh, man, I'm not a fucking nerd. <laughs> I've been doing that since like the nineties. Oh, it films it to be bad. That is not even that bad. I can't. I can't remember what was on the shit. Hold on, NASA <clears throat> guy. Shit. I remember it not being completely shocking, but then at the same time was like, it does kind of take away from the importance of this event. It does, it does <laughs> you knew you were going to be on TV. <laughs> if you're going to get to a really sleazy casino, I imagine that'd be what you would wear. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're like a divorced dad in Hawaii hitting on some like 12 year old at a buffet. Like that kind of shit. I'd be like, yeah, all right. But when you're part of NASA and you're like, I'm going to go on national TV and talk about this momentous thing we did, it's like, this is the shirt. This is the shirt this we did. Shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely better shirts, but also there's definitely something much more important than, oh my God, this guy's got like babes wearing leather on his shirt. I'm therefore going to just like send him death threats and get him to like just fucking. It's the end there. We focus on the micro things, right? Yeah. One, one mistake on on video, and you, you're you're out of the out of the game. Kind of rolling, but just speaking of NASA's, but they also landed the Mars rover again. They they they, they, they did like some stuff with it. Put it back Done up it once. And, yep, landed it again. Done it once. Did it again? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Nailed it. <laughs> Average Tuesday. Not a problem. I was like, I got the perfect shirt for this. <laughs> Just reloaded. Um, we went back to theatres with Godzilla versus Kong. You say theatres, like, you mean cinemas? Cinemas, theatres, as it says on here. Yeah. What are Movie theatres. But Godzilla versus Kong came out, and that was like a thing, apparently. It was like the main thing. Because, uh, again, it, it, the thing is, things that are things these days are things because they become memes. Mm. And there were so many Godzilla versus Kong memes. It was. It also had the like the benefit of being one of the first cinema films post lockdown, so everyone was just like, "Yeah, we we want to go to the cinema for something." Whatever happened with um, Tenant? I mean, oh, Tenant! It did really bad. Came out, did really bad. Hard. Yeah, because I, I remember him, like it wasn't um, Nolan like freaking out about it, going, "Oh, it's all these nerds and their Netflixes. They don't want real mm. films." Like, yeah. he, didn't he have some sort of like fragile white, fragile man, fragile ego, fragile rant about the whole thing? I don't, I don't know yeah. how fragile he was about it, though. He, he, he seemed very fragile, fragile about it. If I go on that description, um, 
Yeah, for what I remember, Tenet came out all and it, it, it bombed, as, as Brett said. Um, and yeah, he basically, Chris Nolan had a bit of a breakdown. Same with the guy who made um, Alien or something else. And so he basically just came out and was like, no, people don't want proper films because of all the streaming series. Blah, blah, blah. And then it was basically just like, well, or is, it, or is your film bad? And oh, was well, the June the June guy? Yeah, June guy. Yeah, yeah June guy. I, think it was, I don't think it was June guy. I think you're thinking of um, Ridley Scott. It could have been Ridley Scott. June Guy did have a breakdown as well, though, because he had to go at other people for remaking things. Yeah, which is ironic, considering he remade a film from the 80s. Yeah. He was just like... Book. He, he needed to be, though. <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter if it needs to be. It's, a bit, it's, like, it's like me making jam and being like, people who eat jam are fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, there is that. Title of this podcast. Um, <laughs> fucking jam eaters. Fucking jam eaters. Just a just a quick one. Brett loves jam. Oh yeah, I fucking love jam. <laughs> you were just moaning about getting so much jam <laughs> so for jam Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> no, I was moaning about that. I yeah. don't love jam. Why this is weird? I didn't. I didn't used to eat jam sandwiches when I was a kid. That is weird. That is pretty uh, weird. How else are you going to yeah. eat your crisps? What? You put your crisps in your jam sandwich and oh. you eat your jam sandwich. I think I'm going to leave this call. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Cheese and onion ones as well. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> you get the squares. You know, like the, the, the rest of the squares. Let's move on. What else happened? Uh, Kim and Kanye announced their divorce. Oh, yeah. And it lined up with the last season of the Kardashians, apparently. Can you continue to have a wonderful breakdown for the rest of the year? Not understand cancel culture at all. Not understand why we shouldn't support rapists. You know, all thing. It's been a journey. Did he want to buy the whole earth or something, Kanye, this year? That's probably that's very Kanye thing. It sounds like something could happen. From come out of his mouth. Um, obviously, we had the the vaccine rollout, which was going well. Johnson and Johnson vaccine was approved, then halted, and then brought back. That was a whole thing for, nice. for a little while. Yeah, like, like Futurama. Yep. Yeah. Um, the conservatives dragged Dr. Zeus and Mr. Potato Head into council culture walls. I don't know what Dr. Zeus did. I remember the Dr. the Mr. Potato Head one. Oh yeah, because that was so blown out of proportion, it was unreal. Yeah. I don't know what the Dr. Zeus one was. Though. Let me find out, because I love Dr. Zeus. Yeah. Those I, think the Doctor, I think the Dr. Zeus one was like, there was a couple of old books where there was some kind of slightly borderline stereotypes used for something. And there, I think is a, was... there is a couple of things in the past of Zeus, which are like, yeah, sign of the times. Like... I will say, but I like a lot of stuff from those times. It's a product of the time. Okay, like, some aspects of Zeus's work have not aged well, including his debut, which features a crude racial stereotype of an Asian man. Yeah, I think it was one of those. Obviously, the, the Mr. Potato Head one was literally they were brought out a neutral Mr. Potato Head without cancelling the original Mr. Potato Head, so it was just another version of Mr. Potato Head, and people threw a yeah, fit about not, it. Yeah, but that's not what that's not what people jumped on. People jumped on. They're getting rid of Mr. Potato Head in, the, in favor of this other things. Like, now nah, they're just bringing it out. As well in, as in addition to yeah, this were the, yeah they all just jumped down everyone's throats. Oh, right, gender neutral, Mr. Potato. This is kind of you just like no, 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 no. Read past the headline. Uh, the inflammatory, of... the inflammatory headline that's designed to make you this angry. Yeah. It's so weird how like the Tories are just so like woke culture is ruining our nation. It's like oh no, how dare we become more tolerant? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. How dare we give people a bunch of you know rights and give them representation in media and you know anything? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. That sounds disgusting. 
I love you to just be like Parliament and do that. <laughs> I mean, they literally do. That's pretty no, much, pretty much, pretty pretty much what they do. You just hear a squeal from the back corner of it's just MP Charlotte Green. Like, just like <laughs> Just fucking a little Pepe. A oh, little Pepe face. Oh, we lost we lost Martin's face. Oh, did I read too loud? You read, you read too loud. <laughs> oh, Max is doing a little loading thing. Mine, are you cancelling me? Are you cancelling me? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I had to come off video because you cancelled now. That's it. All right, last, oh. last, last couple of ones before we move on to personal things. Uh, the 2020 Olympics happened in 2021. Of course it did. Didn't know. Yeah. Um, it was meant to happen. It obviously didn't happen because of COVID, so they put it in July 2021. They, they did oh, that. that was it. They, they still call it the 2020 Olympics. Yeah, so, 2020 so the, the World Cup was still called the 2020 World or the Euro. I can't remember which one it was. Some, some oh, uh, football, yeah, football nonsense. Um, um, but... Go on, go Karen again. No, go ahead. I'd say the best thing about the 2020 2021 Olympics was the advert that um, Channel Four did for the Paralympics. Which is about um, if you get a chance to watch it, it's it's like so. I'm pretty on the sure nose. I saw it, but yeah, it's so like basically they're just like essentially like be more tolerant of people who are right. who've got like uh, like um, issues and stuff because they go through like all this stuff, and it was all about not being special like superhuman. It was about just being human because everyone was like, "Oh, you're so super for doing Paralympics." And then it's actually like we're just doing the same thing that other sports people are doing. We're just disabled. So yeah, but yeah, good messages. Yeah, good yeah, messages. Yeah, I think I did see it. It was good. Yeah. Just looking at the, the a couple of bits of it now, and it's like, yeah, it was good. Uh, I mean, the last things seem kind of minor. Like R. Kelly went to prison. Um, yeah, because he's a disgusting human being. That's... Yeah, um, Joe Rogan got COVID. <laughs> which is oh, yeah. funny. Um, and uh, yeah, there's the whole Prince Andrew stuff, which obviously started kicking off properly in, in 2021. Again, ginormous cunt. Yeah, because of the... yeah, the fact that nothing's come of that so far, it's just. I mean, this is the thing with that Ghislaine Max, Ghislaine, Ghislaine. Uh, oh, yeah, Ghislaine, Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell, or whatever the fuck her name Ghislaine is. Maxwell. Sex trafficker, yeah. Um, yeah. Maxwell. Um, like, obviously, she needs to be. Obviously, she needs to be punished. Um, for her role in what is a disgusting operation uh, and, you know, the crimes that she has committed. But it's just that that little black book of all those customers. Mm. Like, when the fuck does that come out? Because I bet it fucking doesn't. Bet it doesn't. Bet it doesn't come out. And I bet there's too many powerful people in too many powerful places that will make sure that some some way there's some sort of super injunction where that gets sealed up and none of those names ever come out. And it's just kind of like brilliant. Oh right, so you got the you punish the one person you could actually just you know kind of punish, uh, but then everyone else just kind of gets away with it for free. Yeah, I think I think there was there was a thing I was reading of just like people taking bets of how long it is before she um, commits suicide, with large quotes. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, just so everyone knows. Should have. Didn't. Uh, but on that point, we'll bring us around to some nice, more positive things. Apart from the huge people coming into our society and ruining things, I want to. I want to pick your brains, Martin. What did you enjoy about twenty twenty one? Well, I've got three good things, and right. I've got one one bad thing. All right. Is that um, was any of the bad things on the list of things I just read? 
No. Okay. Oh, surprising. Um, <laughs> um, do, you to, do you want me to do all of them, or do you want me to like should we go around one at a time? Let's see how we go. Give us the first one. See, let's see how, see how much we pad out with that. Okay. So I, I focus mine on stuff that I've just like done or played or watched or whatever. Um, Psychonauts two. Oh, I haven't played it yet, but I hear it's really good. No spoilers. It is so good as a game. It's like it's, it is my game of the year. Like if I can recommend a video game to anyone to play this year, if you like I say, if you like platforming games, platforming adventures, and that is your vibe, if you're just a tactical shooter kind of person, you won't enjoy it. But um, it is incredibly good as a game. Very polished, excellent writing, um, incredible story. It, the, but the the power of the game is how well it understands mental health and things like grief and like social anxiety and and it it uses that as a i don't want to say a teaching tool but almost like a it's like an awareness thing and obviously like oh you know but like these guys have spoke about it before but i have panic disorder and suffer with anxiety quite badly and have done it's getting a lot better these days but there is a couple of levels where you're dealing with panic disorder as a kind of uh, creature that you fight and you know anxiety as creatures that you fight and the way that was portrayed just spoke really kind of like well to me I was kind of like I was playing this level going oh yeah this is exactly how I feel when I have a panic attack oh yeah this is the kind of thing I do feel when I'm kind of working through a level and these things are popping out at me randomly and I don't know what to do and it's like yeah so I can heavily like if you like platforming games and platform adventure games um, you should play Psychonauts 2 it is an achievement of a title. Um, I feel like that's become a thing in games, of like mental health being plot points. Like, because what, uh, what's that? Is it like Hellblade or Hell Hell something? Yeah, Center of Sacrifice. Yeah, Hellblade. that was like a whole thing of just like it, it's become like a thing, not necessarily like a trend or something like which is bad or anything like that. But it, it just it does seem now that we've moved past story plot points of like oh here's a giant mountain go do the mountain to more like character what games have you been playing <laughs> yeah journey get journey and journey is just about journey. getting the mountain <laughs> journey brett my favorite Why, game geez, of all time <laughs> so I, I think we've, we've rescued enough princesses from castles at this yeah. point that we might as well just start talking about real things and yeah i think he does it very very well no arguments around that side. And I would like I would heavily recommend everyone play it because it's just it is very good. Again, if you like platforming games and and or adventure games. I did just um, Google it and realized that I, I'd been picturing the wrong game for the entire time you told me about it. Because you've told me about it before. Um, yeah, what were you picturing? So I had like the image in my head of the Kerbal Space Program game. Oh uh, right. <laughs> and I don't know. I was just like in my head, I was like, that's psychonauts, right? That's it's definitely not psychonauts. That's a completely different No. Brand. You got Game Pass, go get on your you damn thing and play it. I will do eventually. It might help good. me understand things, but I don't know. Get to, we'll get to it. Potentially. There's, there's, a, there's, a real, there's, there's some really good levels in there. like Because you're going into people's minds throughout, so each one kind right. of has a different kind of setting. And, and you, you're trying to find, like... Spoilers, it's a year old anyway. But like you're trying to find like the original Psychonauts <coughs> and we, we bring them back together to fight Caligula. And... Um, is each one that you go to has a different 
kind of affliction that you have to kind of work through. And there's, yeah, there's one dealing with grief and there's, you know, one dealing with um, social issues. Uh, there's all these different bits. The, my favorite level is the Jack Black um, kind of musical level. You go and try to get this guy back. He's away with his band, playing with his band, but the whole thing is kind of like sung and written by Jack Black. And it's like, just in terms of visually, that's incredible. Incredible Who is level. Jack Black, if you don't follow him on Instagram, is the purest man alive, and you should follow him on Instagram. If you have Instagram. Purest, purest man, man alive. Purest man alive. Purest man alive. Purest man alive. I think Paul Rudd is the purest man alive. And... Yeah, but do you know what? I'm going to say something. I'm going to say something <laughs> horrible right now. At least Jack Black embraces his body for the way that it is and doesn't get a bunch of plastic surgery. Paul Rudd's had plastic surgery. How do you he say obviously? He doesn't, he doesn't just remain that young. How old is Paul Rudd? How old is Paul Rudd? I don't what know. Was it 47, 48, I would imagine? People do just, like, some people just don't age. That's He's 52. Yeah, he looks 52. He doesn't look 52. He just got voted the sexiest man of the year. And every time he gets asked about whether he's had plastic surgery, he gets really defensive and won't answer the question. Oh, I see. Uh, he said he's got great bone structure and a great skincare regime rather than plastic surgery. So mm. I can tell. Out. I can tell. Whereas Jack Black embraces the belly, the beard, the grey hair, loves his life. Is the second thing on your list Jack Blackman? <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> what is the second thing on your list? It's Paul Rudd. It's obviously Paul Rudd. <laughs> Um, the, the second thing on my list uh, is June, uh, because going oh, back the, the to film, June. the film the June. Okay, I thought you meant June. Month of June, sick month, sick month. Uh, Dune, the film. Um, again, going back to cinema was quite nice. It was the first thing I saw at the cinema since cinemas have been back. Um, I never like I never connected with the story at like origin because I never read the book or anything. I'd always heard about it being this epic that would be hard to film. Um, obviously I've seen parodies of different moments from it throughout the years, whether it be Family Guy or The Simpsons or whatever, it, it kind of dips in on those things. Um, I never saw the original 80s film. Um, I don't know, just looked crap and got bad reviews, so I never watched it. Um, but Ollie and uh, Liam and Kieran really wanted to go see it, so I was like, come with. Um, yeah, it's a stunning visual masterpiece of a film. Like, it has a, obviously because it's a two-parter, my one criticism with it is like the end wraps up too slowly, but then too quickly. It kind of like they're dragging it out. Oh, no, no, it's, it's the end now, and it's the next one. Um, but yeah, like incredible visual, visually, it's just fucking incredible as a film. Like, and it's one of those moments where you're kind of looking at it, you're going, I can't see flaws in this. Like, you know, you watch CGI in the 90s or the early 2000s, yeah. you go, this could be better. Yeah, um, I was watching. I know a flaw in the film. Timothy Chalamet is a total dick. You just hate Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Oh, I do, yeah. I do. I, I absolutely do, yeah. He's one of those irrational people. He's probably pure as hell, but... I'll, we had I this issue when we did Little Women, and like you were just him. ripping on t- Timothy Chalamet. He's just, it's a, like, what's he's he just a twat. He's just a twat, and I hate him. Okay. I haven't seen the new Dune. I watched the old Dune recently, though. And I think it's alright. I think it holds up. Like it's very, it's very, very eighties and like dated, but at the same time, like yeah, it's good. It's 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 trippy and dystopian, and that's what I liked about it. And David Lynch, isn't it? Yeah, it's David Lynch, and that's that's what I liked about it. It's like this disjointed parts, this parts which she's just like, I, I don't even know why you're doing this, but what, I appreciate. What the fact else has David Lynch done? 
And uh, a razor film has ever depressed you? Pete, <laughs> Twin Peaks. Not seen that. He, he's done a lot of lot of things. I'll have a look and see. I, don't, I've seen. I get the feeling you'd never have seen them, Charlotte. Just because it is because I just, just love based on the movies. film. Well, just yeah, but mostly based on like the films I've mentioned to you in the past, and you've been like, I've never seen that. Like David Lynch would be one way you so probably you might have seen, seen um, Mulholland Drive. That's probably that's one of his most famous ones. Twin no, Peaks is his most famous like TV stuff. Yeah. Mulholland Drive is, I would say, is probably his most famous film. Elephant, Elephant Man's famous. Let me have a look. I'd say a like, Eraserhead, yeah, maybe, but... Eraserhead's the most parodied, I think. But, I mean, if we're going off what Charlotte might know, which is memes, then... Just love memes. Just memes. Just love memes. It makes it sound really basic. I'm not really basic. <laughs> I don't know, let's judge your list. Charlotte, Just love what... memes. 2021, what do you remember from 2021? Um, what did you enjoy? Yeah, I've got, like, one more left. Oh, yeah, you I was going to say, let I thought you only had your negative one thing left. <laughs> no, let Charlotte, let Charlotte dip in no, for a bit. No, 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 no. No, no. Well, no, my, actually, to be fair, mine goes off the back of your first one, really. Um, people not conforming. That was one of my favourite... Right? <laughs> yeah, off the like, mental health thing. Okay. Kind of like... So, I think people just said fuck off to a lot of people in 2021, but in like a positive way. Mm-hmm. So, like... Oh, it's really hard. Yeah, like it's, it's really hard to explain because it's a lot of like random small events, and obviously there's there's obviously lots of negatives to not conforming, like people not wanting to get the vaccine and stuff, um, which obviously isn't very good and whatever. But like people voting out people that they don't like, you know, governments changing hands finally after like 16 years in some people's cases, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, and people like kind of actually mixing things up a little bit with regards to like, do you know what I'm gonna try this or I'm gonna try that or I'm gonna do this differently or I'm going to do that differently um yeah I just think people started finally realizing that they can fight for what they believe in mm-hmm. they can do a bit of like they don't have to kind of they can get into new hobbies that aren't necessarily like the amount of new hobbies that I know people my friends have started doing things like people like who are quite like um princessy girls who are like um crocheting and knitting which wouldn't obviously be a traditional thing they would do um crafting people like doing way more exercise because they've been like oh you know i can't be in the house anymore people who previously would have been like exercises for losers and they've actually started doing like exercise and going outside a bit more i just think people not conforming and other thing on top of that that goes kind of with that is people actually understanding that people have mental health problems mm-hmm. like 2021 was the first time my mom was like i understand like why young people have mental health problems now because of like, like shit out in the world <laughs> yeah but like she's like oh, finally after all these years of like she was like I, be- I understand now like what it's like for people you know and what it's going to be like for this generation mm-hmm. and I think on top of that it's because she has grand- two grandchildren now who basically have grown up in coronavirus time so like yeah. they don't understand things certain like when they went back to nursery there was huge anxiety for like small children and stuff going back to nursery who, like, had seen kids for, like, three months and then not seen kids for, like, two years. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, yeah and... I just think that there's there's a lot about people this year, change, you know, not conforming, understanding other people better, that overshadows a lot of the, I'm not getting vaccinated and I love Tories, like, that shit. Yeah, I think... That... the sticker, right? <laughs> but, yeah. Like, the, just... the husband, I think it has been a nice 
for, for the first time in a while, it felt like a balance. Yeah. Like, it's, it's felt like a kind of, yeah, I mean, 2020 was doom and gloom all over the place. And I think coming out of that from the, like, the August, September, when we started to unlock properly and before we relocked yeah. and whatever, um, I think there was a lot of people going, yeah, something's got to change here. Something's yeah. got to give. Um, you know, I think there was a lot of news about people going back to clubs and spreading COVID and stuff. But actually, a lot of young people for the first time ever didn't, like, mm-hmm. go back to clubbing and nights out and things. And they wanted to do more, like, hanging out with friends, like, outside or doing things in people's homes and, like, actually being a bit more social in that way. Um, and I know, obviously, that's not great for some industries. Sorry, Martin. Um, but, like, say, yeah, fuck the hospitality industry. Just... <laughs> I'm, not saying, I'm not saying fuck the hospitality industry, but, like, it's... <laughs> Like, obviously, people's, like, views of the world and the way things yeah. have been are changing. Change of pace. Yeah. We've seen, we've seen people just be a bit more selective with these things. And I think I said there's still a market for it. And the other side of it is there's a lot of people who went into lockdown when they were 16 and they're coming out of lockdown at 18 mm. and get yeah. to go experience a club for the first time. And yeah. We, there, is, there is swings and roundabouts. And I think people have just been a little bit more selective with the things they can do and when they want to do them. And I know, like, from this December, when... Um, December 15th hit and you know we saw a lot of rises in the Omicron cases we had a lot of people cancelling their bookings like self-managing themselves um going well I am in 14 days of Christmas 10 days of Christmas at this point so if I do get it now that means I miss Christmas day Mm. and there's a lot of people who would like taking a responsibility and self-managing their own kind of responsibility a little bit instead of wandering around with a blindfold on and going oh it's someone else's fault because the government didn't lock us down like which, yeah. which was a nice it, i mean it sucks because it meant our decembers were a lot lower than intended um but it's, it's like you know my my mum said this it's like you know when you have a, a forest fire and then everyone goes oh my god that's so devastating but then the year after everything grows back brand new because they've had it, the forest has had time to breathe and like go right with the, I'm going to come back growing and I'm going to come back strong I think a lot of people unfortunately and I'm sorry for anyone listening but a lot of people older generation you know passed away because of COVID um, a lot of people in the older generation have kind of shut themselves inside because of COVID which has allowed the younger generation to kind of come forward and be like this is what we want the world to be like now we don't want it to be like this we want it to be like this I mean, like, a lot of people will blame young people for the great resignation of, like, oh, they just don't want to work and blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, like, I mean, on the other side of it, a lot of people have retired, you know. Like, yeah. on the flip side of it, like, you've got people in their kind of early six, uh, late 50s, early 60s who've gone, mm, I was going to retire in five years, but I might as well do it now because that was kind of relaxing and that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. So, like, all over the board, it's just, like, a huge shift in attitude, you know, in, a, in good ways and bad ways because my, my negative one is a, is – not to this off this beaten track, but um, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that's, that's yep. definitely a good thing. Solid thing. Shall I do you have any more on your positive list? Um, yeah, indie games. Just indie <laughs> games. Well, no. If you look at like the list of indie games, and this again goes kind of on the Psychonauts thing, especially a lot mm. of them are very mental healthy or have mm. like mental health links and stuff. There's just been so many great. I mean, when you shut nerds inside and go, "Here's Unity," off you go. <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of new like um indie games have come out um well, speaking of like... where's um where's brett's debut indie game because come on the time aside <laughs> you know, fair, we, we moved house in 2021 which is my last one um which is obviously very okay. positive but um 
yeah, so like indie games, you've got things like um, a game called Sable, which is amazing. Brett's played lots of that. That's mm-hmm. That's been an amazing um, indie game that came out this year. Uh, Kenna Bridge of Spirits, which won a bunch of stuff at the... Which didn't uh, look like case. an indie game. Just, which didn't that was look like, like an, yeah. just didn't look like an indie game. There was that so, was so impressive for what, it, for what it was. There's so many good games on this list. Um, ones Unpack- I've played... Oh, we did on uh, unpacking, didn't we? That's a yeah, great unpacking, game. which is just literally about unpacking boxes, but it's so mindful. Um, <clears throat> there's loads of stuff, loads and loads of stuff that came out. Turnip Boy commits tax evasion was one that people I don't think expected to get loads, <laughs> and then just came out of nowhere, and everyone loved it. Um, yeah, there's loads, there's loads of really good stuff, and actually, what it's it's just really creative, and it's I, I, something I really liked is that because it wasn't just video games there was lots of new types of anime this year that were released and um, one that me and brett have been watching is something called komi can't communicate which is about a girl who's suffers with severe social anxiety which again is just seeing more media that's angled towards people that maybe don't cope so well with life is just really refreshing it's representation and it's always yeah. a good thing it's always Absolutely. a good thing fucking world culture world culture <laughs> Oh yeah, and the last one was. Um, I'm trying to get me cancelled. <laughs> the last one was me and Brett moved house this year, which was amazing because Woo! we've like got a new change of pace, and it's been really good and positive for us as a personal one. Nice, man. What's your third one before we move on to Brett? Oh, so my third one was um, uh, just. It's going to sound really nerdy. Um, I mean, I have really you like, been in this conversation? <laughs> I really like wrestling. Right? Ah, nerd! <laughs> <laughs> um, and I have for like a long time. I don't know what it is. It's, it's so Two proper with punches. Like, it's it's just, I don't know why that I like it so much. I just do. And wrestling for a long time has kind of sucked. Since, like... <sighs> There was a. I want to. I don't want to say like, because there's been there's been pockets of good stuff like NXT when it was, which is WWE's third brand behind Raw and SmackDown, which was their developmental territory. When Triple H took it over, he hired a lot of stellar indie talent, almost cleaned out the indies, which was a problem because that took away a lot of that uh, and really hurt those companies quite badly. But that was a shining beacon for a small while. Um, New Japan Pro Wrestling was a shining beacon for a small while, but then different things have happened, blah, blah, blah. But this year is the second year of All Elite Wrestling, which is the new company by Jacksonville Jaguars owner Tony Khan um, in association with the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and a selection of people who have either not been to WWE and made their name in Japan or have been in WWE left and done other things, blah, blah, blah. Um, but either way, it is just nice to have a company which is pretty solid in terms of their output. Um, there's very, very few flaws in it, and it's been a very entertaining year. Hangman Page's storyline, uh, who is now their world champion, um, his storyline this year has been incredible of him kind of like not believing in himself and coming back and blah, 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 blah. It's, it's been very well crafted and very good, and it's just been thoroughly enjoyable to watch. And they got CM Punk to return to wrestling. So that's the most important thing because CM Punk is back in a ring and back on my TV, making me happy. So that's the most important thing. That's the beautiful thing of, of mine's niche interest in wrestling. Yep. Yeah. CM Punk. It was CM is Punk. 
See, I know who CM Punk is, but I, I like I don't follow wrestling, but I mainly know who he is through you. Like, I, yeah, it's, it's like one of those gradual things of gaining information about like a random topic. The same way I do with anime from these two. It's just here's some extra information about some show about some guy who cooks food and makes people weirdly satisfied when he makes food. <laughs> <laughs> food Wars. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Food Wars. No, I, I, I did watch a little bit of it and I was like, hmm, hmm, hmm. No, no, that's, that's the exact reaction I had. I was like, hmm, hmm. Yeah. It gets better. Uh, it gets more about the food. Yeah. I think like it's the kind of like just sort of jumping off the back of like the mention of indie stuff and like that. It's, it has been just that time of 2021 was the time of just rebuilding industries and industries just taking a few risks and, and bringing stuff to different audiences and making things more representational. So yeah, I think that's agreeably a good thing. Yeah, no, I, I think so. And like, not just all, not just all elite wrestling, not just all AW, GCW has gone from strength to strength this year. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, they started, they started the life room, which is a deathmatch promotion doing kind of stunty garbagey stuff. And they've got stronger and stronger and stronger. And it, there's some different stuff. Like you look up Zack Ryder and uh, or Matt Cardona and his, when he got fired from the WWE, he goes, well, I say fired, he just got let go. Like, yeah. No use for any more kind of thing. He was this white meat baby face kind of boy from, um, you know, spiked hair and like purple trunks. And he decided instead of just being going anywhere and just being a generic person, he was like, no, cool. Well, I'm going to go to GCW, mix it up with those guys mm-hmm. and prove myself as like someone who knows what they're doing and play to that, play to the fact that I'm this corporate creation yeah. and use that as a character and it just played out so well sprawls all in brett if uh, cm punk's not on your list are we about to be extremely disappointed <laughs> <laughs> he's not no oh well that's Sorry. it that's, that's, yeah. a, that's a bad end shoot, yeah. that. shoot that down I'm sorry. Go on, brett. what was good about 2021 it's been fucking chill you know <laughs> Like... I knew this was coming. I knew this was coming. I knew. This Is this coming. the only thing on your list? Oh <laughs> uh, no! Ah <laughs> uh, no! No, just like, just I think it stems from like a lockdown and like being like, mm-hmm. like required to stay inside. Just why don't you just take a deep breath and just take a step back and just chill the fuck out? Like, make time for the little things, isn't it? Their reflection time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> more just taken in the moment yeah really enjoyed it we did lots of like sorry me and if people don't know me and brad together um obviously we bought a house together i've just said that (laughs) (laughs) um but we did lots of like because obviously lockdown and stuff we couldn't go places all the time Mm -hmm. is that we would just like take the moments like right we're gonna go for a walk and we're gonna do like stupid games on the walk or we're gonna like search for like we've moved near a nature reserve and it's like oh we're specifically gonna look for like these kinds of like birds or whatever which is something that you would uh, we would never have done before like um and just living a bit more in the moment and like you know when we saw games and stuff we've been like oh we've always wanted to try that we've been like right we'll make time and try it yeah just, just do it like i've been trying to do that a bit this year just kind of like well i want to do it so i'm going to do it yeah i mean obviously i have again i've got some several bits of anxiety and things to work through which stops me doing quite a few things but um like my one of my goals for 2022 is to finally start my youtube channel um and finally get that store sorted start i've been talking about it for three or four years and it's just like no i just need to pull my finger out my ass and just get over myself and get on with it 
I mean, if you want to do obscure podcast, I feel like I've already got that covered for our family. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Next year, you know, you said you want to shake up a bit. Why don't you do a podcast with mom and dad? I mean, that's a, is that a conversation we want recorded? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Like, then, then pick a topic. Right. Moving on from our own family issues, Brett. What, what else is on your list? <laughs> Quickly, what's on your list, Brett? Instagram reels. Instagram reels. As a positive, as that a positive thing, Brett. Obscure thing. <laughs> That's it. I'm coming to Lincoln. <laughs> no, 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 let me, let me, let me explain <laughs> rather than just like. Let me, let me just explain rather than just like be like, oh, Instagram. I like seeing like 15 year olds with more money than I'll ever make in my life. Just being like, oh, here's a burger I like. Oh, he's actually gone. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, go reels. So. <laughs> gonna, I was gonna drink. <laughs> A lot of it is just dumb shit. It's stuff in like right. watching, like I say, like just fucking people dancing and all this kind of shit. Just like just dumb, like I guess they're kind of like meme videos, but just funny shit. Like just watching loads like this year and just I guess it kind of comes back to just chilling out, you know? It's funny. <laughs> you are very chill focused. You are very meme focused as well as like as a person and as a couple. So I guess reels does make a lot of sense. Yeah, we like. I think this is going to be like we're not going to get super personal, but like, there's a lot of like not great shit that we know about, or people that we know about, or like things going on in our lives. That when you have the whole chilling out aspect, doing the like stupid games, going outside, being like together just as a couple, Mm -hmm. and things like memes. Like we don't watch when we talk about Instagram reels and stuff. We don't watch the stuff that takes the piss out of other people or that's really negative, like. We don't watch all the gym reels that are like, oh, to get in shape, you have to do... We're watching all, like, the positive, fun ones, the jokes, the laughter, like, the blooper-type aspect It's essentially, you've been framed on a phone. That's essentially what we watch. Just, like, dumb, stupid, like, either jokes, animals. Oh, animals a lot. A lot of animals. It's that kind of stuff. It's usually the ones I get sent. I, I guess said a lot of kind of like animal stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, oh, there's a there's a bear doing a thing. Oh, well, it's lovely. Allowed us to get some banging tunes for our playlist as well because some of the music yeah. people use on it is sick. Yeah, I'd say that was something that was positive from mine and Bryce here. Music. music. We've like explored a lot of different music. <laughs> like our Spotify Wrapped was like the amount of genres apparently we've listened to like this year. It's been out. It's out all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I think that again that plays back into the whole kind of like Indian content and everything. It's like there's been a lot more time to explore content and see stuff, and you'll you'll have had more time to yourself to just kind of sit down with stuff and go, okay, we're enjoying this, and then going, all right, well, I'm going to look up this song and whatnot. Whereas you know, two years ago, we'd have seen it and moved on from it. Yeah. Whereas now it's <coughs> there and it's there again and keeps going, keeps bouncing back, coming through. I think I, I think that's fair. I don't hundred percent agree with it, but yeah. What agree with Instagram Reels or yeah? Oh, well, but that, that's mainly from I a creator. Meant, I don't hundred percent agree with Brett's positives. I was like, no, no, no. Hell, I just mean from the, the angle of like being a creator and having to make reels and pander to the audience because that's the only way I can get my work out there now. But <laughs> otherwise, yeah, got to move with the times, isn't it? I hate the times. Yeah, terrible people. <laughs> 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 Speaking of things we hate, man, what's your negative? Bring us down. Two seconds. Two, two seconds. Two seconds. You've had a whole hour. 
Sorry, say, are we people. meant to bring in a negative no, one? No, no. I, I do have a negative one to bring I mean, I also have a negative, if you want to do some negatives. Let's, we got but not negative. like loads. I got an end, I got no, no, an end no. point, so we, you, we can bring this down with negatives, and we'll bring this out. What's your I've negative? got one. Um, obviously, I work in the hospitality industry, we mentioned that before. Um, mm. Coming out of... It was particularly bad last summer, mm-hmm. when we first unlocked, and then this year there's been a bit of a kind of continuation with it. Um, coming out of lockdown, it's like there's a lot of people who seem to have just forgotten how to behave around mm. other people and in public. And like, we've got staffing issues across across the board um, at the moment. Trying to get a chef is hard work. Um, trying to hire bartenders is hard work. Like, you know, a lot of people left the industry because it is hard work. It's a hard industry to work. I mean, I technically don't work in the industry as like frontline in any mm-hmm. way, shape or form. I work in marketing, so it's different. Um, but when I used to do it and, you know, I had to get to a point where I was like, I can't do this anymore. When I got to 30, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I need to do something different because being on this front line is hard work. Um, and a lot of people took the opportunity during lockdown to basically dip. Um, so finding people to come up and, you know, not having that buffer zone for them as well at 18 to come in and be like oh, in a busy bar with a bunch of experienced people mm-hmm. and they kind of just learn and, and grow. And then by the time they hit 20, they're good to go and they're you know, solid. Um, we haven't had a lot of that. And yeah, we've had issues. And, and again, the industry's not perfect. The pay's crap. The hours are terrible. It, it's a high pressure thing. And a lot of that needs to change across our industry massively. Um, but there's a lot of customers out there who really, really forgot how to behave coming out of lockdown. Um, I'm not saying, you know, do exactly what we say, you know, sit down, shut up kind of thing, but it's just kind of like, you know, we, we had stock issues for a long period of time, long, long period of time. Um, there's several big suppliers in the UK who bring stuff in and shift it out. You don't buy direct from each individual brand and they were having issues galore. Like we, we had sometimes when like our house gin changed five times in three weeks because that we just couldn't get the stock. You couldn't get this, the gin that you usually use. So it had to change to something else or, you know, this particular ingredient in a cocktail had to change because Midori, Midori wasn't available for, for the longest period of time. You just couldn't get it in the UK. We struggled to get Kahlua for a while. We still struggled to get like different beers and things like this. And then sometimes your delivery would turn up and it'd be, a third of what you order because and then then you hit panic stations and go well what do i even do now and we have to sit there explain to customers no we don't have any bottles of prosecco why yeah coronavirus brexit like i mean what, what other reasons do you want like there's there's a lot of them and it's like it it was hard like really hard work of people just and especially when it comes to that can you put a mask on please can you put a mask yeah on, please can you put, when there's these things and that it's just like right you know this isn't us right you know like I mean, we agree with it. We agree we should wear a mask and the, the guidelines are the guidelines and it is what it is. But like you're shouting at us and it's like, we're not asking you to put a mask on because for our own health, <laughs> obviously it would be easy if you just either did or didn't and just left. Yeah. And like, we don't want this confrontation, but you know, the money you spend here is not worth the fines we get for not following these guidelines. Sorry. You know, it's, it's groups of six only. Don't try and book for a 30 and turn up. Like, it's just not a thing. It's such a strange thing because it's like, it's kind of the counterbalance to Brett's positive point 
of what lockdown and all those kinds of things cause. Like, obviously, we spent as people, we're fairly relaxed when we're on our own. We, you know, we we're good at doing that, and we we learn to chill and we learn to appreciate the smaller parts. But for a lot of people on the other side, it was a case of they felt like they'd put their lives on hold. So when they re-entered society, they expected you all to hit the ground running at the same pace, forgetting that you'd all been doing exactly the same thing and going to face all these issues, getting things back on the roll. And they kind of came out and went like, you know, no, you no, know, we should be going full, full tilt all the time. And I've spent a year alone and this is how I behave when I'm alone because I haven't been around people in any way, shape or form to remember that and remind me that actually there's rules to social even though they may be unwritten rules that there's rules to being a person and being in a crowd and all that kind of thing. And yeah, I, yeah, I can completely agree with that people have been shitty coming out of things that's happened and they should be better coming into 2022. Yeah. I mean, it's just direct your hate in the right place. Yeah. That too. A lot of frustration, which is just angled at people who happen can to I be on the front now line. Come in, can I now come in with this? Because this perfectly follows on. Go for it. Go. People being absolute shitlords on social media. It, like Facebook has actually become such a negative in my life yeah. that I don't use it unless I have to now. Because all I, you know, and they've, you know, it's been proven, and that's obviously what a lot of like people have said is that like anti, a lot of anti-vax shit has come from Facebook mm-hmm. and Facebook scientists and people thinking that they know more than experts and Karen saying, "Sorry, Karen's out there. If you like, I'm not saying that you are all shit lords, but you know." Um, Karen's fucking saying, like, oh, well, I, my friend, or fucking Nicki Minaj, my cousin's friend's balls got massive because he took the vaccine. Well, no, he's got a sexually transmitted disease because he's sleeping with lots of people. Stop spreading shit on social media. Like, it's just such a negative place. Like, Facebook recently asked me to commit to do a survey, and it was like, oh, what would you say? That, would you say Facebook's an overall positive experience? And I'm like, no. I always exclusively use Instagram now because, like, yeah. it's. I know you own it, but we. I use WhatsApp and Instagram because there's less of this shit on it. Yeah. I always say like that's always a balance of like yeah, Facebook own Instagram, but Instagram is mainly pictures. Like it's it's harder to spread misinformation via Instagram because it's just like yeah, you can't link through to some clickbaity title. You can just show me a picture and I can ignore yeah. a picture. <clears throat> I won't be riled up. And a lot of the arguments happen in the comments, which aren't visible straight away. You have to, like, literally go sifting through them. Yeah, dig for it. And there's not a lot of, like, sharing on... Mm. Outside of stories, really. You don't really share things. in in, It's like... I I find Twitter to be a horribly negative place. Twitter I don't even touch, but yeah. But it is relatively easy to curate your feed on there. Mm. And Instagram's and like Instagram is the like if you don't want to see something on Instagram, you can pretty much avoid it for yeah. the most part. Like if I only wanted to follow you three, that's all I'm seeing. Mm, that, yeah. And that's it. Like and there is a large part if I don't hit the explore tab, then that is a large part of that. There's not a lot of kind of like, oh, you might like this, you know, outside of a few adverts and the occasional recommendation. Not like Facebook, which is like yeah, just horrendous for that kind of thing. Horrendous. Oh, so and so commented on this thing. Oh my god, it's, it's such like... and such knows such and such, and they've liked this thing, which has come from here. Whereas, like Instagram is, as you say, it's it's who you follow unless you click explore. So you're not getting this deluge of outside influences just dropped into your feed. Which typically, is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, like, I, in... I get. That's my that's my struggle with reels because reels you kind of go into it and it is uncurated. It is just like a oh. It's why I don't use TikTok because I haven't found anyone on TikTok to follow that would help 
curate the things that I might like on there. Yeah, TikTok just scares me. I mean, we had a friend that basically went off social media not long after coronavirus happened mm. because he just said that there was so many. He, he was honest, you know, he said he just went mental because there were so many different conspiracy theories about COVID, about vaccines, about not vaccines, about that he was like, I just, I didn't know what to think anymore. Yeah. And it was getting to the point where I was constantly questioning my own opinions about things because I was seeing like all this new stuff and all this stuff being presented to me that he just left social media. Oh, and he was like, it's been the best two years of my life. Yeah. It's been the best two years of my life. Which brings us to Brett. <laughs> Unless you got a point, Matt. I was going to say what, one more thing. Like, so just to go back to the customer thing, this, this echoes back. Like yeah. some, well, we made the joke in the office, kind of like last year, where it was just like, what settings do these people have on their phones where they don't know that there's a rule of six? Because mm. the amount of people just call up and like, yeah, I need to put for ten people. He's like, no, nope. can't do it. Why? Rule of six. What's that? You're like, what setting do you have on your phone where you're not seeing this? What, what have yeah. you locked, which you've has forced you to not which see this like, information, which is national information, which is national yeah. news and national yeah. information? It's like what what news are you seeing? Because mm. this is crazy to me that you've not seen these new instructions. Like when we went down the tiers over and over and over again at different times, and it was just like, what information are you seeing? Where you like what what are you? I, I don't get how you're not seeing this information because obviously I'm in my bubble, which sees this information. But yeah, yeah. So I get that. It's a strange, strange place to be in the bubble system of social media. <laughs> Rick, what do you hate? People. <laughs> I like that it's all people. Yeah, it's like all fucking trendy people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, like, I guess a, a thing that I realised, or not, well, I guess not realised, but come to just feel more strongly this year, just, just let people be fucking happy. Do what they want to do. Like, so many people are saying when you sort of like mention you like something or you do something like oh great it's just like don't be a dick all right don't ridicule people for interests or how they feel or anything just let them fucking be happy you people can't be alone. doing with all this shit i mean we were talking don't... about Go on. no as i say me and you were talking about um the lgbt plus community weren't we yeah saying like how they don't hurt people so why do people constantly want to try and hurt them <laughs> Yeah, they they don't ask for much, and then people come down on them like with full force as well. Which is this this that's that's the thing which I always find about weird about that is like they're not really asking for much when you you, you consider it in a world a world scale. It's like they just want to be treated like people, and people are like no fuck you, <laughs> can't like, do that. They're what? Too... No, you can't want to be able that. to leave my house. No, <laughs> the hell with you. It's such no, it's a basic human. <laughs> like, it's a basic human tenor of like everyone should be free to do whatever they like at all times, unless that thing affects someone else's ability to do the same. Yeah. Or what, what do you always say, Brett? What's the thing you say? Oh, I always so I, I don't care what you're into or what you want to fuck. As long as everyone's happy, it doesn't hurt anyone, and it's not illegal. Like just that's pretty much it. Like just just be you. As long as, as long and as, let other people be, let other people be them. Like, <laughs> and even then, if it's even if it is illegal, as long as it's not hurting anyone, it's generally not a problem. Yeah, there's plenty of plenty of things that are illegal that probably shouldn't be need to be illegal. Oh yeah, no, I mean yeah, we yeah we won't go into things that. So yeah, that, I mean I'm talking about things yeah. that like hurt people. Like, yeah, yeah, no, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, 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 like pedophiles and just like, like pedos, <laughs> Prince Andrew, that kind of thing. Prince yeah. Andrew, those kind of people. <laughs> um, yeah, big yeah, big thing is just I hate just when like. 
like that's a joke. I think I'm not sure if I told Graham this before, but it was like a super like meme pick, which was like, girls, if you if a guy takes you back and he's got two monitors and a white art keyboard, ditch his ass and it's like, oh no. This guy's got interests, better fucking <laughs> get rid of him. So this guy can afford a decent setup. He's <laughs> like, no. No, Graham, he's not into football and going to the gym. Like, right? <laughs> it's his ass. Oh, I can't be done with it. Yeah, I think, I'm, yeah, I think uh, we kind of touched on it earlier. So I think, yeah, 2020 was, a, it was a, it was a dark time. It was like a change year. It was a year where nothing really happened and all we had was the negative. Whereas 2021, we saw a lot of, we saw a lot of change and that brought out people again. And we've seen the positive and negatives. Like we said, we've seen, you know, the good things which we've mentioned, but at the same time, yeah, we've got that extreme of just people coming out full force of like, oh no, here's all the things which I hated and I've not been able to talk about them for a year. And so fuck everybody and, and pushing out, you know, the, the overly toxic, as it were, is the wall. I've got to finish this off with the things which I enjoy. Because I feel like that's the one. Oh yeah, we haven't even done the things you enjoy. Well, I figured it out as we were going along because there's things you guys mentioned, so I, I got a few things. So in terms of content, the best thing I saw in 2021 was the Green Knight. And I, hey! <laughs> and I no, thought I it was fantastic. I will Google it. It restored my faith in cinema because I watched it and I was like, "This is actually engaging and made for people like me and not just some action flick." And I was like, "I enjoy this." And so the Green Knight was it was my shout out. Um, also, memes kind of came into it, but more just in terms of the longevity of fun we can get out of something extremely simple. Yes, I respect that. I like, think that's why I like memes. Like, yeah, they're it, simple. It's like, I know memes are a thing, and I know they're like a long thing. I mean, like, Rick Roll's been going for decades now. But it was just watching, like, like the Suez Canal thing. Like, <laughs> it shouldn't have been as funny as it was. And it just came out, and then, like, literally every week, I'd be flicking through and be like, there's a new movie about Suez Canal. That's funny. Or there's a new it, Bernie. Bernie's on the Suez Canal. I don't know that why is, that's funny. <laughs> that's, that's very much one of the things I have enjoyed over the last couple of years. It's, it's um, I, in a, quite a few Simpsons bot posting, yeah. shit posting groups, and uh, like me and my friend Kieran, we just get such a laugh out of when something happens mm-hmm. and how it, it's just adapted into all these situations, and you're just like, it just it if, reminds you of what we can do. Because I think as well, like as our generation we've like we like me and mine have always had the thing of like when we look at older comedy things we don't necessarily like Forty towers like i know mine hates Forty towers and it's it's like no, one of those things hate that, it. it's just not no, because everyone says it is it's just there and it's like one of those things which gets referenced a lot and we're like okay you know it's been over referenced and it's like we are experiencing now that thing of just like yeah we get longevity out of everything we, we grab hold of everything and we're like you know what we're gonna beat this to death until it's like not funny anymore but i enjoyed that i thought that was good we, we're showing our creativity as a species, which I, I well, enjoy. Luckily, because these things can't genuinely be co-opted by a corporation in a yes, on a, in an organic way, because they they don't get it, yeah. you know. And it takes about six weeks to get a Facebook post approved at like a big company anyway. So it's it's more organic by, and natural for us to do it. By the time they get to it, it's dead. Yeah, it's not funny. It's like it's like your dad walking in and making a like a, a reference to your favorite band. You're like, mate, that was two weeks ago. Move on. Go new band. My favorite one with the Suez Canal thing was putting loads of um like the Uwu faces on and being like, step bro, I'm stuck. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> too many. There's <laughs> that, and then it's like there was that one and um, the Riley Reed um, um, 
oh my god, I'm going to come, like, kind of face thing, <laughs> like, which gets just put into everything at the moment. And he's just kind of like, sweet, yeah. fine, it's just, whatever. It's been beautiful to see where we're at. And I, th- I think, like, my final kind of positive thing, like, it kind of comes over what you guys have been saying, is, like, because we've had this essentially a hard reset of everything, it's been given us time to stand back and look at things and say, okay, this is what we want and this is what we don't want. And the main thing I've enjoyed out of 2021 is just watching things get shitter and watching people actually change things. It's like, I'm a a firm believer in things like things have to get worse before people recognize and stand up and do things. And I think we got to that point in 2021. It's like when you watch all these strike action, which is happening and you watch all like the resignations, I'm like, yes, we finally got to that point. And it's been great to watch because now that people have an example of it, they can follow on and do it again and again, which is we hadn't had that. We hadn't had that for ages of people just being in Western society and making a, a large physical change. And I think that that's what great. I meant by people not conforming. People yeah. finally being like, no, I, you know, I, mean, I live in North Shropshire and I'm not going to vote Tory. Fuck you. Like yeah. that kind of attitude. It's a change in comfort. And I think people finally got to a point where even those most comfortable were made uncomfortable. And that was important to happen. And I think that's what that came We're getting there. We're getting there. Ba- we could, baby steps have been taken. It's stuff like the, the anti-work movement and yeah. stuff they were doing to Kellogg's and things like that. Like that, that, that was a nice step forward. Unfortunately, we're very, because of the way wages haven't risen, but inflation has and costs mm-hmm. have and, you know, all these kind of things. And, um, and capitalism's been left to run rampant since the early 70s and um, blah, 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 blah. We're, cl- we're quickly approaching a point now, and it worries me that it doesn't pay to work because you end up at a net zero at the end of the month. Yeah, You might as well, at some point, just not work because, well, I'm already poor and hungry and tired. Well, I might as well not work. Mm. And that goes one of two ways. Either huge amounts of depression and poverty or it goes into a huge rebellion. Yeah. And which one is better? Which, we don't know yet. That's... But the, the unless wages start to rise soon, it's going to be like a it's going to be a big problem in the next I would say 5 5 years or so. Yeah. Um but I am looking forward to the apocalypse. Um I am looking yeah. forward to forming a Mad Max style gang with you. Um <laughs> and I can't drive. Um, just so you know, like I can't drive in games. I'm not very good at driving in real life. So I mean, I Martin can't there. drive in real life. So we're... Um, <laughs> we'll have swords. Yeah, can we have swords instead, please? I'm, we'll I'm, I'm, I'm okay at firing a shotgun. That's a weird talent of mine. Um, so yeah, Our I'll next. have the sawn off. Yeah. In this, Brett's quite good at driving. I vote him to be driving if we're gonna have a Mad Max style squad. Yeah, fine. we will roam the countryside and stab some people up. Yeah, provide nice. radio coverage for the nation. That's what. I'm oh yeah, actually that'd be sick. We'd yeah. be like pirate radio. I'll just be like pirate radio. That's a, that's my only goal for the apocalypse. <laughs> force my musical taste on everyone by dominating a radio station. Can we have really edgy kind of like uh, nicknames that you kind of get in a post-apocalyptic games and, and things with these things like yeah, like M Dog. Yeah, like M Dog coming at you with the uh, uh, with the, the latest news from the wasteland. You know that, that kind of thing. <laughs> Good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Everyone's called something saying. dog, so something that's dog. just something dog. I'll be named after a weapon or something like the machete or something. It's like, yeah, we go, we go machete, and they're like, okay, big knife, big knife, big knife. Yeah. Big knife. Yeah. Big knife. I vote big knife. Big knife is mine. 
we have big <laughs> dreams in, it, in this podcast. I think it's about time to round this out. I do have one final question, though, which I'm, I'm planning on ending episodes this year with, uh, which I'm, I'm bringing to you guys unprepared. So we'll see how this plays out. Uh, I want you to suggest someone I should get on the show. Anyone, big, small, doesn't matter. Who, who do you think should bring a topic to Yelling at Concrete? And I will try and find them. Look at your silent faces. Look at you thinking so hard. That is my thought for the year. I, I know, I, I know somebody. Do you, do you want an answer now? Because I've, I've got an answer. Bring it. Yeah, there's a boy I know called Kai Valentine, and he does a radio Valentine. show. Um, he does a radio show on a local radio station in Sunderland, and I went to uni with him, and he's really good. And he's yeah, I think you should get him. He's very talented and he's very cool. All right. And me and Brett always make a joke about his name because he sounds like he should be a vampire hunter. He sounds like he should be an anime. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like... He, we always joke, <laughs> but yeah. Kai Valentine, Vampire Hunter. But yeah, Kai Valentine. Kai Valentine. Martin, you look like you had a face. I don't know. Don't Honestly, know. I don't know. Um, I could try and get CM Punk. Oh, you can't see. Good luck. Uh, um, big. Too big. I'm trying to think, like, like, locally, I really know that many kind of, like, arty people or creative people. No need people. to be local. Go big. Go big or go home. I'll message CM Punk. No, I'll tell you who you should message. Dan Housen. Dan Housen. Who? He's, ve- he's very nice and very evil. It's Dan Housen. Who, who's that? What? Just Google Dan Housen. Just do, Google he, Dan Housen. You, you'll get it, Sheldon. G-A-N-H-A-U-S-E-N. He's a wrestler. Um, yeah. He's, yeah, you need yeah, him. His character is, he's very nice and very evil. Very nice and he very uses evil. the word Housen like a... Like if he's eating food, it's food housing. Who's housing? Who's housing? He's currently injured. He currently has a broken leg and he's in recovery. Ah, so uh, that's perfect. Now, now might be your right time to try and drag him onto your podcast. I'll try and find out. But on that note, yeah, I'll take, I'll take those suggestions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Brett's got one. Was it Brett right there? I assume you just want Kai Valentine. <laughs> yeah, Brett doesn't really know. Brett doesn't really know uh, Kai Valentine. I don't really know many people. This is true. You've been in your house chilling. On your podcast. Oh! Well, Corley Culkin. That's what he's been up to in the last year. <laughs> okay, all right. Um. I, have no, like, I have no thought. I feel like we ramped up quite well there. <laughs> Charlotte's like, yeah, let's get my friend. Buddy, okay, well, um, okay, okay. I'm like, well, here's this indie wrestler. And then Brett's like, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> if, I, if I email all three of those and I get a reply from Macaulay Culkin, <laughs> minds will be blown. But on that note, thank you for coming, guys. It's been lovely to catch up with you all. It's real, isn't it? Yeah, it's been nice. Yeah, we've chatted right through. I think we've gone over an hour and 20, I think, on this time. We've rolled it through. Well, no, we'll roll this out um, unless you guys have any last notes for 2021. Thanks for having us, Graham. I know you're (coughs) a bit of Martin. It's like we're family now. Woo. You got me Christmas gifts. I know. You accepted them as well. So that's it. Friends forevermore. That whiskey's almost gone. Wow. (laughs) I'm in a house on my own. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna I happen it's yours or it's gone martin no i haven't opened it yet okay <laughs> i mean like i've got three different bottles open at the moment so it's one of those where it'll be eventually we'll get to it yeah yeah know. thanks for having us Graham. you're welcome i don't know All we'll good. talk to these guys later thanks very much Bye. 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 Bye.